I choose you, someone's grandma. Welcome <laughs> to Daycare Dinner. It's Halloween. The extra special Halloween episode. Halloween will never die. <laughs> Much like Ghastly. Because it's already dead. Unless it's windy. So I'm really glad that Ghastly came a week after Halloween because I was saying in one of the past episodes how I was upset that it was going to come not on Halloween, but I am already seeing way too much Christmas for just a couple days out of uh, Halloween and I am not happy about it. So yeah, we're pushing the Halloween agenda here on daycare dittos. How I see it. And this is something I've done for a bit now. Um, Halloween decorations don't come down until Black Friday. Agreed. Hard agree. And it also works because black is a like color that is loved by witches and satans and all sorts of spooky beings. Um, and speaking and of somebody many people whose soul have is died. dead. Yes. <laughs> speaking of someone whose soul is black as night, mm. we have a guest. But first, we'd like to plug the Efri Evans <laughs> podcast, as we do every uh, every every podcast, and we'd like to welcome Carl Germ. Ho 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 ho! Merry Halloween! <laughs> no, 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 no! You're kicked off the podcast already. Uh, uh-uh, uh. Thank sorry. God. I'll see you guys. Bye. Yeah. Thank you. He's Satan hey. Claus, the character <laughs> no. we're pushing. I was going to do the spooky Dracula voice thing, uh, given the the proximity to Halloween. But when Sarah was talking about how uh, how Christmas is everywhere, unfortunately, I was like, oh, I can't resist. Can we get a taste of the vampire? Yeah. Some Dracula? Hello. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't, it wasn't a very good uh, Dracula, but you know. Sound kind of like Ghastly. Kind of sounded a little bit like uh, Ghastly. Um, and also, like... It, it, I watched in in my prep for this episode. I watched all of the like first season episodes with Gasly in it. So like the Sabrina oh, nice. episode, which I know you guys already covered a bit, but yeah. Kadabra's voice in that is so dumb. He's like Kadabra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. I know that. I know that that's like grating on you, but it, like I, every time I heard it, I was like, "What the fuck?" No, Dave loves it. Kadabra. <laughs> I just like Gasly. And did you watch the episode where Gasly uh, catfishes James? Oh, you better believe it, dude. I. Ah, uh, I love that episode. That that episode's also very close to the Sabrina episode. It's only like two episodes away from yeah. the start of that arc. I love that. Uh, you know, like when you're a kid and you're playing Pokemon, you only use the moves that cause damage. Yeah. I realize, oh, like, yeah. yeah, you don't use Growl. Who the fuck uses Growl? But I was probably <laughs> missing all of the good Ghastly moves that made my opponents so horny that they <laughs> stayed up all night trying to fuck my ghost body. Yeah. Um, but now, when we have guests, we always need to ask these very special questions. So, Carl, first question, can you please give us your story? Um, and we've heard it, of course, uh, and love it on the Carl Germ streams. You can go to twitch.tv slash Carl Germ. Um, but tell us your relationship to Pokemon. Uh, I don't really have one. I was never really a fan, but I love this podcast. <laughs> I love you guys. So I figured, you know, I'd come on and talk about it. No, so I've been playing Pokemon for as long as it's been a thing in the US. And I kind of have a fucked up story about how I started playing it. But I'm here to defend myself and say it wasn't my fault. <laughs> All right, um, Team Rocket. Tell <laughs> us. <laughs> I kind of am a member of Team Rocket when you put it that way. But um, so when I was, uh, I guess, what, what year did Pokemon come out? Uh, 97, right? I believe so. Or 98, 96, maybe in the right? US. I thought it was 96. 96 in Japan. I think yeah. 90, technically 98 uh, in the US. 
Okay, so I was probably like eight years old. I think I was in like the second grade. Uh, Steven, I know you're a teacher. You might be able to let me know if that's actually how grade school works in terms yes. of age because my brain is terrible. With yes, that you're, you're yeah. eight years so old in second grade. Second I always grade. go from kindergarten five and then count up from there. I am going to do my best to remember that because this comes <laughs> up all the time in my day to day. But yeah, I was uh, I was eight years old and I had a friend, uh, best friend in second grade and we both had Game Boys. We both really loved playing games. And we did a thing where we would just kind of trade back and forth uh, different Game Boy games. So it would be like, oh, okay, well, I beat this game, so I'm done with it. Do you want to play it? And we would just kind of trade back and forth. And one day he brought to me Pokemon Red. And he was telling me all about it. I'm like, that sounds really cool. He's like, you should borrow it and play it. And I went to, and booted it up. And I started playing it. And I was like, oh, wait, there's already a file on here. And it's your file. I don't want to delete it. He's like, no, 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 you can delete it. I want you to play it. And I was like, okay, sure. And I didn't know what Pokemon was at the time other than him literally just mentioning it to me. So I, I deleted his file and I started playing it again. He heavily encouraged me to do this and I became obsessed with it. I, it immediately was just hooked. Like obviously I was the key demographic at that time and it just really resonated with me. And I, I fell in love with this game and I was playing it all the time. But the rule that we had when we traded games was like, Oh yeah, when you beat it, you can give it back. So like every week I was like, do you want to trade back? Because I don't think I'm going to beat this game. It's a long game. Uh, like if you want it back, you can have it. He's like, no, 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 you can, you can keep playing it. But I was also super excited about it. So I kept telling him about it. And uh, he was the kind of kid who, like, I think he didn't want to lose any friends. And oh. he was like, he, he would kind of always be like, yo, we're still best friends, right? If we got into, like, a stupid argument over who was, like, better Jesse or Misty or whatever. <laughs> the important and, stuff. That's not yeah. a stupid argument. Well, fair, fair. Um, Jesse. But so he, I think he was too timid to be like, hey, I really want to play Pokemon. Can I get it back? Which I would have absolutely given it back to him. And I didn't realize it at the time because I was eight years old. So he went to his parents and he's like, I want to play Pokemon. And they're like, well, get your game back from Carl. And he was like, no, I can't do that. So they just bought him another copy of Pokemon. Okay. So oh, I nice essentially stole his version of Pokemon in 1998. Those no. are good parents. My parents would have told me to go fuck off. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. They they really were good parents. And he he's a cool dude. I, we don't really keep in touch too much anymore, but... um. Still yeah, here and there, but also kind of fucked up. Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> Here's the kind of fucked up thing. He also got Pokemon Red. He could have got Pokemon Aww. Blue. Oh, we could have had a full Pokedex together. But well, his parents um, couldn't have rewarded him too much. I, I imagine <laughs> like the end. They were like, "Well, time to spend another." How much was the Game Boy game back then? Was it? I feel like thirty-five. Like oh like yeah, maybe. 30. I think it was like thirty-five, thirty. They'd thirty like, dollars. Wow. Yeah, I know. I mean, that was in nineteen ninety-eight. That was. Oh, speaking of same family, um, we went to a we went to a video rental store that was right down the street from where I lived one time. It was called Videotape Center. Their thing was you could get three uh, VHSs for three days for three dollars. That was their Whoa. whole thing. They three did not last. Three. Yeah, there was also a Blockbuster not far from there. Did not last. They were next to a Wawa. Now the entire building is a Wawa. Uh. But anyway. One time his dad took us there and we were lo looking around and stuff and they had Pokemon cards and me and my friend were looking at them. We're like, oh, that's pretty funny. Uh, there's a post-it on it that says one of these packs could contain the super rare Pokemon Mew, but they spelled it M-E-U. And we're like, these dorks don't even know what Mew is. Ha ha ha. And his dad bought both of us booster packs 
and oh, gave them both to us. Deadly. And I opened mine up, and one of the cards that I pulled was a Japanese holographic Mew, and I couldn't oh. fucking believe it. I still have it. Wow. It's like in really good condition. I think he got Mewtwo, which like he he got a better pack of cards. I just happened to get one really good pull from it. Um, but yeah, I pretty much I I am the team rocket to this guy. You scam that family. <laughs> no, but yeah. to be fair, he like I was saying, he got red because his parents were like, "Congratulations, coward! Here's your game." <laughs> <laughs> no, Here's the I, inferior version. I think it's more along the lines of you ask your parents to get Pokemon, and you go to the store, and they say, "Oh, I'd like to buy Pokemon," and then the store is like, "Here's Pokemon," and you buy it. And <laughs> Like, well, I think the other thing, too, is this was like when, you know, like Pokemon Fever was just starting to hit. Like mm-hmm. it, it was starting to get super popular. No one knew what the fuck yeah. this was. It was a Game Boy game. You know, no one even really knew if Game Boy was going to take off. Like Nintendo was super popular. But around that time, I feel like people were still like, oh, this might just be a, a kid thing. It's like a kid's toy. It's like a fad. So, you know, like I think if there I think there might have been an argument in the car, like driving back when his dad was like, no, that's his card. He got that. That's his. And like. Yeah, if you're a parent, you're like, yeah, this shit doesn't fucking matter. This doesn't mean anything. You guys are going to forget about this shit in two years. Like, joke's yeah. on them. Here we are. How many years later? <laughs> yeah, we're still it's talking. amazing. It's a core it's, memory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So pretty much. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a pretty long story about how I started getting obsessed with Pokemon. But uh, my older Good brother, story. Eric, also uh, got blue version. So we played all the time together. And I loved the anime. And I've just been pretty much a lifelong Pokemon fan. Well, we can't wait to have Eric on so we can learn who he scammed his copy off of. <laughs> that kid's older brother. <laughs> Before anybody tries to come at Carl, that kid has abs now. Come at so... me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, that kid yeah, is a he's body got muscles. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like a, an extremely oh. handsome actor. Yeah. And in my own personal way of making amends for that. A couple of years ago, he was doing like a GoFundMe for a movie that he was working on, um, and I threw him like fifty bucks or sixty bucks what? or something. What? It's like two cartridges of Pokemon. That's like two <laughs> Pokemon games in nineteen ninety eight, dude. Yeah. There you go. You guys are even then. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, now he's buff, so you'll never be able to steal another cart from him yeah, again. He, he's yeah. He's too exactly. cool to play Pokemon now. Well, we all come to I, that choice. I don't know, though. I think he might still be into it. We should get him on an episode. <laughs> we should. The choice is <laughs> abs. Story. You yeah. get abs or Pokemon. You can't have reveal both. that I've been a bully my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I love is, uh, famously, Carl, at one point you moved to New Jersey in our area. Uh, you know, you can check the Wikipedia. And my favorite thing is uh, you kept taking pictures of people that had the Rutgers R on the back of their cars. And, and you oh, yeah. send a text and say, like, this town's lousy with Team Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it looks like it, 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 it's what? Uh, the difference is like a sans serif. Yeah. Yeah, or something like yeah. That's just the Team Rocket logo. I, I'm wily to their tricks. Yeah, I, if you go to I the campus, it's that. like it's just it's lousy everywhere. with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I remember one time Dave on his Instagram story was just walking through the Rutgers like campus, and there's just like the big R everywhere, and he just had like. I can't remember. I think it was the Rocket Hideout. Theme it was. It was the Rocket Hideout theme. I was working at an event there and just started walking through their offices because <laughs> they just had like giant R's tiled on the ground and all over the things and just like acted like I was breaking into the back of the game center. Hell uh, yeah. You got to get that port gun. Yeah. Um, next question. So I know this isn't your number one pick to be on for this season and you're still going to be coming back but why uh i guess ghastly haunter gengar and which sure. one's your number one i think i have a guess but 
So I I think when this podcast was first starting up, I, I'm an original uh, Daycare Dittos fan. I remember when it was just a, a humble Instagram page. Um, it still is. And I think <laughs> I, I was super excited uh, when you guys announced that you were doing a podcast. And I was like, I think I texted you right away, Dave. And I was like, I want to be on the Abra episode. Yeah. And you were like, oh, Uh-oh. we already this have some awkward. wretched motherfucker <laughs> already swooped in out of nowhere and decided to take that episode. And we're going to give it to him instead. No, but um, Dave mentioned to me that Steven already had that. And I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. I love Steven. And then like that episode was like easily one of my favorites. No offense to anyone else who has been a guest, but I was yeah, very, very you. excited <laughs> to hear that Steven became a recurring guest. And I was like, yeah, there's no way my episode would have been anywhere near as good as that. So that's that's perfect. But in terms of Ghastly, I've kind of always just liked, you know, spooky shit like ghosts, Halloween. So and I think I was thinking about it in in the lead up to this episode where there's so many episodes of the like the Indigo League anime where it's just like it's like to, to use a phrase that I've used earlier about Pokemon. It's just lousy with Ghastly. Like it's lousy with the ghost Pokemon. There's the the Maiden's Rock episode, and then two episodes later, it's the the Terror Tower that leads into like the Sabrina arc. So like, I think I just really resonated with ghost Pokemon. I always really liked Lavender Town and the games and stuff. So, I mean, and you didn't go crazy from yeah, the song. I did not suffer from Lavender Town syndrome. I didn't play oh, hard lucky. enough. every night when i go to sleep it plays in my head until the nightmares show up sounds kind of nice honestly that's i I really like that that song yeah there's really nice uh like piano arrangements now so like everybody you're listening this is my will at at my at my (laughs) wake i want that very nice piano one that's you can find on instagram when you put it in your stories i want that on repeat i'm wondering if that's tpr I know that TPR does a lot of video game the music. Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, the Power Rangers. Uh, just uh, really nice piano arrangements of it. Nice. Yeah, that yeah. might be it. It's really I, good. Haunted, I remember beautiful. one one night I was uh, doing uh, Pokemon Creepypasta and listening to Lavender Town on repeat. I think it was like a, a leading up to Halloween. And it was one of the spookiest nights I ever had. Uh, did you become the Joker? Because that sounds pretty crazy. <laughs> I am uh, damaged. <laughs> I can tell from your forehead. <laughs> Thank you. I thought you'd never notice. Um, well, pull out your self-scopes. We're or about to your, dive in. Or your Poké dolls. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Peter knows the speed strats. Let's go. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's explain the speed strat, actually. Peter, this is what we rely on you for. Yeah, this is Peter's wheelhouse. Yeah. So um, one of my least favorite parts in Gen 1 is the rocket hideout in Celadon because the tiles have you moving at, I think, like like one-sixth or one-eighth walking speed. (laughs) One frame per second. (laughs) Yeah. It's the the slowest thing imaginable. They sped it up in uh, the gen 3 remakes but um you have to go through the celadon rocket hideout and be giovanni so that he uh he'll drop and you can get the self scope so you can get up uh through lavender tower or the the pokemon tower uh so that you can save mr fuji so you can get uh the poke flute so that you could wake up snorlax um so that's you know, a big long thing that you have to do, or you could just go to Celadon, 
You can go to the big Poke Mart. You can buy a Poke doll, and then you can just run from every random battle with a ghost. And the reason you need the self scope is because Marowak uh, attacks you because Marowak is, uh, you know, haunting the the top of the tower. And without the self scope, you can't see that it is Marowak, and you can't fight it. But a polka doll. What it'll do is it'll uh, make you run away from every uh, random battle, including this scripted battle. So then it'll uh, make Marowak's ghost go away. And uh, you don't have to uh, go on any of those. uh, You you can let Team Rocket just hang out. It's fine. They're fine. (laughs) Yeah, Team Rocket really has never really done anything wrong. As someone who stole two Pokemon from a former best friend... I want to set the record straight and say that Team Rocket's pretty good. I feel okay, like your opinion's wrong. pretty biased, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the self scope can also make you find Ghastlies. Uh, that was all about Team Rocket and Marowak. Um. So before you get a Ghastly, I just kind of wanted to talk about the Ghost Sprite. It's so hmm. good. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's like a tattoo worthy Sprite. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And I love that they've carried it through. So it's actually considered um, in the fandom to be a form of missing no. Um, yeah. Because hmm. it is one of the five forms of the missing number uh, that creates that glitch. Um, but also, it's something that went from being one of those glitched missing numbers to something that was coded into the game for the history of it. It got its own new closer to ghastly sprite for fire red leaf green um where it's basically ghastly without the black circle it's just the outline of his eyes um and that's also an homage to ghastly's original sprite ghastly didn't have like the eight ball before he was just kind of like a fart cloud he kind of reminds me of like um when you look through a microscope and look at bacteria (laughs) it's kind kind of what he reminds me of and then in pokemon let's go eevee uh, instead of because, of course, then you can see the Pokemon wandering and try to dodge them. They made a 3D version of the ghost sprite for before self scoping. So you guys just mm-hmm. have spooky ghosts chasing you. Yeah, I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I don't I think I got exactly to Lavender Town in my playthrough of Let's Go Pikachu and then stopped. <laughs> It's, really it's a shame. It's one of my favorites. Games. I really, really enjoyed Let's Go. Yeah, I, I really, I really liked a lot of it. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to play more of it, but I just kind of fell off. And then it was one yeah. of the things where I put it down one week and I was like, oh, I'll come back to that soon. And then yeah, no. here we exactly. are. How many years later? Yeah, I, yeah I'm already. Had, I recently had to delete it for um, Metroid Space. Dread. Yeah, oh, that's that's a fair trade. I feel like. Yeah, I I I'll just... go back to it because there's so much to it. I didn't realize how much there was to yeah. that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also we have um, Diamond and Pearl coming out in yeah. two weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I was just gonna yeah. say Metroid Dread. Now the race is on. If I don't finish yep. Metroid Dread, it's gonna end up just like a uh, Skyward Sword. I'm Open, on the last boss. It's downloaded so and not touched. <laughs> Speaking of Skyward Sword, I set a firm rule on me because I have a lot of Nintendo overhead where, you know, a new game comes out. And I'm like, yo, hell yeah, Nintendo, mm-hmm. I'm going to buy this shit. And then I, I'm an adult man who also has a, a podcast where I have to play very long video games and talk about them once a week. So um, 
I like I I got Skyward Sword and I just I I am forcing myself to beat it because I'm like I've bought too many Nintendo games and haven't beaten them. So I got to beat this before I can reward myself with Metroid Dread because I don't really like Skyward Sword. Mm, no, yeah. it's not amazing. It's got a certain it's charm so close to, it, to being for good. sure, but yeah, it's really close. But there's something mechanically that just makes it frustrating. It's just a lot of backtracking through very boring areas. Like that's the yeah. main mechanic of the game. It's like, oh, you did this, good job. Now go and back you, to this place. You fight that like monster thing like four times. It's like yeah, it's cool the battle. first time, and then you're like, oh yeah. Anyway, Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Um, gas. Ghastly. Ghosts. Ghosts. Ghost. Oh yeah, ghosts. The Japanese name. Hell yeah. Or uh, goose it was supposed to not be that name at all. I think it was its original name was supposed to be spirit or something like that. Yeah, and then spirit, this yeah. again is another one where people kind of went crazy in other countries because French is Phantominus and Ger- <laughs> German is Nebulac. Ooh. Yo, that's pretty sick. Do you guys know about the French translator? Uh, yeah, I know a little bit about him. Yeah, because I I don't know how deep into him you went but that's actually what i have in my notes here because i've I've listened to every episode i think i'm like one behind but i i don't think it was ever like specifically said why the french names are always so different and cool but there's actually a really good episode of did you know gaming about differences i think in pokemon green and red between regions and they go into uh the the translator of uh the french localization uh julian bartikoff and um, pretty much, I think the first region that they localized Pokemon to was the U.S. They were like, that's the biggest economy. Let's see if we can get anything. They didn't expect it to be as popular as it was. And then when it did, they were like, okay, we got to get it to other areas. So the translation in English was much, much stricter. Like hmm. the guy uh, the guy who they got to translate um, for the English release was he he was working i think at like nintendo power or he was working at one of the um gaming magazines at the time and he he was approached by game freak and they were like hey do you want to do the the localization for this and they made him take like a pokemon quiz which he was a huge <laughs> fan so he was able to to pass the quiz and get the job as a translator but there was also shit where like they did not put up with any shit with him they're like no fuck you dude um <laughs> Notably, there's a Spearow in Pokemon Green and Pokemon Red that you can trade one of the the trainers, like one of the NPCs, and you're trading for a Spearow, and, you know, Pokemon that you get from a trade usually have uh, a uh, a nickname, like you talked about on the, the Mr. Mime episode. Yeah. Um, he wanted to name it Brittany. <laughs> Brittany oh Spearow. Which, uh, I think he that's funny. You might have talked about that on the Spiro episode, but that almost got him fired. They were like, your <laughs> transgressions against the Pokemon company have gone on long enough. You must like <laughs> reel it in or your days here are numbered. Yeah, that guy was then, trying to free Britney a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, free Britney, the originator of free Britney. Um, but when Julian Bartikoff got the job for the French localization, uh, he was more or less given free reign. And part of the reason I think was when... Uh, they at first they were like fuck that we're not localizing these names to every single region in the world that would be way too much effort that is way you know that's that's insane we're not going to do that mm-hmm. um they were just going to use the japanese names in every other region but julian went to them and he was like hey just so you know like 
The Japanese name for Squirtle and Charmander in French basically means stoner and feces. So <laughs> you might want to let me localize it a bit. So he's just kind of got free reign to to go buck wild. And, and that's why a lot of the French names always stand out. Yeah, I wish Very I was cool. French. Yeah, because I think I also like the, how... the English translator's name was Nob. I forget his first name, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently he was a descendant of uh, the uh, Japanese emperor who uh, was uh, obviously after I think World War uh, Two was World War Two. Uh, yeah, just uh, disgraced and uh, taken down from power. So God, yeah crazy yeah the translation stuff is super interesting to me i don't know like as much about it as i I would like to but i i'm always fascinated by like the localizations between different regions and stuff one one thing which i again if if this was already said on the podcast i apologize my memory's terrible but um in uh, pikachu when they were trying to localize him i feel like you guys had to have talked about this oh boobs they they wanted him to be a tiger with huge breasts (laughs) yes imagine a world you know I know, such a missed opportunity. I was we'll so hoping. Eventually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I know we talked about um, the <clears throat> Pokemon reveal for uh, Legends Arceus. Yeah, and oh, yeah. it's the Zerua new form, a ghost form, as revealed. Um, but ghost I was kind of hoping it was Gorichu. Oh yeah, yeah, the uh, third evolution, the hidden third evolution of Pikachu. Yeah, the one secretly being a tiger with huge tits, but (laughs) there was still hope for a second because the guy was like, I was thinking about like what's usually garbled footage that's, and I'm like, oh, it's a sex tape. (laughs) (laughs) Channel ninety nine back in in the nineties when I was playing Pokemon, you know. Yeah, they didn't say how far back this was. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we have the only. The first and only ghost type yeah, in evolution. Our, this is our yeah. first uh, ghost type that we're ever covering on the series. And That's it will the only be... ghost Pokemon in existence, actually. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it will be our only ghost poison type Pokemon. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which was a surprising fact to me because yeah. in my head, since I'm like, I started with Gen 1, it, it just. I, I, I was like, no, Mistrevis has to be poison type, right? And I just I just forget that it you know I always forget that Ghastly has the poison type. Ghastly, Gengar, Haunter. Like I always forget. Uh, I, I always remember that specifically because ghost types were supposed to be good against psychics, but would yeah, yeah. You know, Ghastly would get wrecked by psychics. Yeah. And also like they don't get any poison type moves when they level up at all. Not until let's go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, for me, like, they're always, I don't know, I think about them and they're, they're the ghosts. They're the ghost Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. But they're also poison. Yeah. That, that's why I, I just fucking love generation one of Pokemon because like, again, they didn't know that this was going to become mm-hmm. like one of the world's largest economies at one yeah. point, like one of the most successful businesses of all time. So they were just kind of shooting from the hip. They're like, okay, we want a ghost. So we're going to make a ghost. He's kind of like a cloud. Ah, eh, fuck it. Let's make him poison as well. Yeah, so he's a big like, fart. He can't just be straight up ghost. I mean, but we don't do have any other kind of smell thing. lingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gas yeah. is a big fart. Like, let's let's just uh, get that out yeah, of the way for sure. It smells sweet like my farts. <laughs> so, real quick, if these are the these were supposed to be the only ghosts, and Pokedex makes it real weird because it's like, what are they? 
let's say you guys die in the Pokemon universe, everyone go around. What ghost Pokemon are you <laughs> coming back as? Hmm. Oh, that's a good. Is, is Litwick? A... Litwick yeah. is really you would be good. Such actually. A oh. No, somebody recently said that I looked like um, that pumpkin Pokemon with like my pink hair. Oh, Pumpkaboo? Wait, Pumpkaboo? No, but the evolved version. Oh, Gor- Gorgeist uh, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Somebody said I yeah. looked like Gorgeist. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, my my girlfriend. Uh, shout outs to Frostwad, friend of the of the pod. As yeah. a, no, also also as a friend of the pod, I feel like I'm entitled to make the claim that <laughs> oh, she's yeah. a friend of the pod. Um, she just got a pumpkaboo tattoo. Uh, I know it looks so good. It so, looks so so good. so good. Yeah. I um, think um, I would be poltygeist because oh, I I drink an absurd amount of tea every day. True. Yeah, like absurd, uh, an absurd amount. Uh, maybe is Sheninja. Yeah. Ninja's a ghost because you're just the that. shell of a man. <laughs> yeah, at this point I'm just a husk. Listen, I I play a lot of Dark Souls. I speed run Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Like I am just a fucking husk of a person. <laughs> I think uh, I'd be a beach bum. I'd be uh, either jelly sandy gast, j- jelly scent, or or mm-hmm. sandy gast, so I could live out my days dead on a beach. Oh yeah, hell yeah! All right, Dave, that leaves you. Who would you be? Uh, Gryffindor. That's right. <laughs> Got it in one. Uh, probably Sabalai, because I'm always looking yeah. at jewels. <laughs> Wait, is Sabalai a, a ghost type? Isn't he dark? Yeah. Go- ghost dark. Ghost dark. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn, what a combo. Canonically did not have uh, any weaknesses uh, mm. until recently. Yeah. I, I, I think he's fairy, t- fairy type. Once fairy now. type oh, came out. Yeah. Him and yeah. Spirit Tomb got, but got boned. Yeah. Yo, also, I want to give an honorable mention to Yamask. Mm-hmm. Oh, that Pokemon yeah, is sure. sad as hell. Although yeah. his evolved form can never say it. No, me either. Uh, oh yeah, that's Cophagarius. Cophagarius. Uh, yeah. It's supposed to be. It it's supposed Cofagrigus. to be Grigus. What's the word? Is this sarcophagus? Is that it's the like word? It's supposed to be sarcophagus, but if like you're dyslexic, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> he has an alternate evolution now. Rune. Narigus or something hold like on, that. Hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, but that one's cool. Yeah, I think it's cooler. I just got one in Pokemon Go and I feel so cool now. <laughs> I think they're dead children, canonically. Oh, really? Yeah. I just like that Yamask, yeah, like the mask on its, like, on its person, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. when you look at it, it's like, oh, that's my face from my previous life when I was a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I look at it and cry. That's I'm a Drifloon because I like to steal kids. <laughs> so it, parody, the uh, parody, evolution and <laughs> the new evolution is R- Renurigus. Yeah, and that one. Those so Pokemon cool. are kick-ass, dude. Yeah, yeah. they're cool. I would that, get one of these tattooed. That one yeah. has a weird way of evolving too. Oh, how does it evolve again? It's something like you evolve it on the full moon when the spirits are high. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. When they're blazing. Yeah, if the vibes are off, you cannot evolve. You have <laughs> yeah. to ha- you have to be throwing a bitch in like lunar Oh, no, no, no. It's very weird. You have to make it take 49 damage or um bring your mask beneath a certain stone arch in the wild area. Yeah. Damn. Jesus. Yeah. I like yeah, how, lament, how yeah. weird 49 damage. That's that's insane. I love how weird they got with like evolutions as the series progressed. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of like a surfetch too. You have to get three critical hits as a far fetched. 
holding a leak. Or like I'm sure. Inke, you have to like hold, hold it upside, upside down, down and yeah. shove it up your ass and you get a stinky. <laughs> Can I tell you, like, um, shout out to uh Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass, because there was one part in the game where they were like, Oh, we have to make like a stamp of this map. And it took me forever to figure out that they wanted me to close the ds and open Yo, it <laughs> i remember that and i i did the same thing i had to google it yeah so, uh, it's like in yeah. doki doki literature club where you have to delete files on your computer to beat it <laughs> yeah uh doki Spoiler. doki literature club is that the um is that the try not to come game <laughs> sure Yamoto has some things to say about that <laughs> Uh, no, that is just a, a normal sweet dating sim uh, yeah. that is yeah. listed under psychological horror for no for, reason yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. Well, when yeah. your parents Erroneous come reason. home, it's called Doki Doki Panic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In the United States, it's called uh, Mario 2. Yes. It's called Mario 2 Try Not to Come Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking of trying not to come. Ghastly. Ghastly. What's your favorite fact about Ghastly? My favorite fact about Ghastly is probably that he's number 92 in the National Pokédex. How heavy is he, Carl? Oh my god, I do not know. I, my, my research for this episode was ex- explicitly having the episodes play behind me when I was working one day. He's, he's, he's the lightest Pokémon at 0.2 pounds. Oh, that's yep. awesome. And he's a uh, well he's tied for tied for. tied for with Haunter, Flabebe, Cosmog, and uh, Cartana. Damn, yo, Cortana's in these games now. Hell yeah, <laughs> I love Halo. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cartana. That's like one of the Ultra Beasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a paper swordsman. I had to look it up too. I was like, who the fuck? Who is yeah. that? <laughs> Cartana is like a piece of paper, and it's like a Ultra Beast, and it's like tiny, but apparently, like it's know. crazy because it's super light, but it's a grass steel type. Yeah, weird. I mean, this one yeah, they just say like it's ninety five percent poisonous gas, which is yeah. like, yeah, that's not but that heavy. Also, five percent made of the souls of those who died from the gas. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's dark. Yeah, that was my favorite fact. Was that apparently Ghastly was made because gas emanating from a graveyard was possessed by the grievances of the deceased. Dude, Pokemon's okay, Pokemon. so metal. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>? it can <laughs> be. Well, I, it's I, like, I, oh yeah, all the fart juices leaked out of the surface and they became angry and now it's a Pokemon. Yeah, it farted so bad that it killed people. Well, it's like once you die, you release your bowels and then it's just like, ghastly. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I release my bowels without dying. Yeah, I mean, like pregnant women do that. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Shout out to all the pregnant ladies out there. Yeah. All the pregnant ladies. All the pregnant ladies. <laughs> um, Nightshade was a signature, yeah, signature move. move. Um, oh, yeah. And Ghastly, famously, uh, real shitty poison Pokemon. Uh, mm. with lowest HP and defense. But it's no, it's tied with Venipede for the lowest HP. Yeah. Now, let's be fair here. I feel like every poison Pokemon is pretty shitty, right? Uh, it's a good, it's a good defensive yeah. type. Oh really? Um, yeah. Apparently, uh, you know, you don't you don't necessarily use it as a uh, strong offensive move. Although that might have changed with fairy types, because I think poison is strong against fairy. I forget. Um, 
yeah, things have changed so much over the years, but yeah, uh, poison types are very uh, defensively oriented. I feel like bug oh, type sense. is like yeah. the worst. Mm-hmm. No, that's changed a little bit too. I feel like with the meta of Pokemon, it's it's just rapidly yeah. like no pun intended, but it's rapidly evolving. Yeah. the bug type is a a strong offensive type so i just can't keep up anymore like there's just so many types and and combinations and oh yeah i just i i'm i'm sorry the best thing that ever happened to pokemon was the fact that it will tell me what move i'm going to use is super super effective effective. yeah Yeah. dude i need that Mm -hmm. i I, and like full disclosure i'm definitely a pokemon boomer i've tried to keep up with every (laughs) generation the only generation that i really missed was generation three and it wasn't for any particular reason it was just pretty much like at the time when that came out i completely missed the boat i don't know if i just wasn't playing as many video games at the time or i like i never like grew out of pokemon yeah you're Um, probably kissing people at that point (laughs) i don't know because i actually lost my first girlfriend because of pokemon what yeah i mean there was other stuff going on but that was the the excuse that i got you gotta tell the story did you steal her game too i don't (laughs) i don't want to like dox her because she is a much more famous and much more cool person than i am we'll give Um, her a dress yeah yeah Yeah. totally no no no. and it was basically like and when i say girlfriend it was like we held hands in like third grade or whatever first grade but i think it was actually on halloween so it's perfect for this episode um there you go i was i was I, I have a Final Fantasy podcast. Uh, I played Dark Souls way too much and speedrun it, and you know I spend way too much time on Twitch. Listener, you might not realize this, but I'm a bit of a dork. <laughs> I'm a bit of a nerd. Uh, when I was a kid in grade school, I was also kind of a fucking dork and a nerd, <laughs> and no one in my school really liked me. I had a couple of friends who also really liked Pokemon who I stole their cartridges from. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, when, when clicks in school kind of started getting established uh i i i was like quote unquote dating a girl at the time like she was my girlfriend or whatever but um she was like all of the kids just kind of decided i wasn't cool so i was gonna be the kid that everyone made fun of which continued for the rest of grade school which who cares whatever um and because of that she was like she didn't want to be around me anymore because grade school's tough for everyone everyone wants to fit in it's hard to fit in and the reason that she gave me was quote unquote you're weird and uh you still like pokemon and you're like a kid and then i found out i found out years later though that it was kind of very sad where she was like no i was like obsessed with you and i really liked you but everyone made fun of me for like dating you or whatever so uh, that is so awful yeah you know what school sucks you know Yeah. yeah and nowadays like if you like pokemon you're fucking cool now yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. It, it's so funny how like nerds won. Like, yeah. Uh, Trick or treaters were coming around last night, and there were so many kids that were just dressed as anime characters. I was like, Hell yeah. When I was in when I was in sixth grade. Ridicule. Yeah, I dressed as Vash the Stampede from Trigun, and oh, everyone was like, who are you? And I gave up on trying to explain, so I just said, I'm a guy with a gun. <laughs> Recently shared on our Instagram account. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes. It, yes. How many? How many double dollars was the bounty on your head again? Uh, I think it was like a billion, 60, the, the, 60 billion or something like that. I forget. I think it changes through much like the Pokemon meta in uh, competitive Pokemon battling. Uh, yeah. I think the the bounty on Bash the Stampede's head fluctuated. <laughs> Revisiting a lot of anime I loved in middle school. 
doesn't hold up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, funny you should mention that because my my nephew is like at the age where now he's watching a lot of anime and he's he's like reading JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and stuff and like getting super into like really good stuff. Oh, and yeah. I was like, "Yo, he's getting into anime. I'm going to send him some anime like for Christmas that like I loved as a kid." And I sent him like the first season of Inuyasha on DVD oh, or I was going to say Inuyasha was definitely one of those for me. Yeah, I I sent it to him on Blu-ray and I then I was to talking buy the to manga. him for booby pictures <laughs> yeah 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 the uh the hair demon which a uh, friend of the show of ours who was a librarian um at a rare bookstore had a manga of the one hair demon from inuyasha that like a researcher was going to in order to like do some research on the inuyasha manga which is super cool um anyway that's, that's incredible yeah but um yeah i i was like oh what do you think of inuyasha he's like yeah it's pretty good like he was definitely being polite about being yeah. like i didn't really like it because i'm like yeah that slow that that show was extremely slow i just liked it because that's the only anime yeah that i could watch we liked what we could watch on adult swim and right Tsunami. i would yeah. wake up at like two or one or two in the morning to watch watch inuyasha yeah me too that show's great fuck what my nephew says that show's great fucking go me <laughs> um well, buy him tenchi tenchi muyo you haka show does uh stand up though that, that one's yeah so good. i need to go yeah. back and rewatch you you haka show was uh and still is amazing what's your other favorite facts about ghastly guys you can well, kill an elephant yeah <laughs> <laughs> like tell us actually, about it steven uh, apparently, Ghastly can envelop an opponent of any size, and a Pokedex entry specifically states that it can envelop an, an Indian elephant in two seconds. And they're huge. They're like really big. I mean, big. Ghastly is four foot three. So, like, what, really? I mean, he is getting yeah. big, but like not that big, I guess. I mean, that's bigger than I thought a Ghastly would be. If oh, you yeah. Saw absolutely. Them on the stadium sprites, they, they look enormous. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I also, I mean, we'll get to it when we get to it. But uh, Gengar is also much taller, like than I ever expected. Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. as Gigantamax. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah. incredible. Um, but so, a weird thing also, about this too with, is that this is another one of those weird things where, um, the Pokemon Pokedex mentions like our reality i was just gonna say that yeah. i was literally like teeing it up where i'm like so in the pokemon universe india exists yes <laughs> yep. um, absolutely i uh actually thanks to val who was our guest on charizard rockets hideout he uh helps me with my banned card collection he gave me my uh moo moo milk japanese moo moo milk which Ooh. features a centret drinking from a cow's udder uh it's just a nipple on a card and a centret sucking it a cow in the pokemon universe so <laughs> interesting you mentioned that because um in the episode uh maiden's rock which like you said is the episode where ghastly um catfishes james and <sighs> brock there's a point where all the pokemon are trying to fight him and he just kind of uses hypnosis i guess to become the like he, he's basically a dementor from the harry potter uh universe and he just becomes the fear of the pokemon that he's fighting so when he's fighting pikachu he becomes a mousetrap and when he's fighting uh ekans because jesse is trying to stop him he becomes a mongoose 
Yes, a just mongoose. like a straight up mongoose, like not a mongoose Pokemon, but a mongoose. And yeah. then when coughing comes out, he's just that mongoose wearing a gas mask. Yes. <laughs> There's also a like, weird thing in we that episode. Make Zangoose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when they um when Ash is like, okay, fuck you, I I can get around this. I'm gonna do uh Bulbasaur and Squirtle like all at once. He he makes a completely new Pokemon, uh, Venus uh, Venus toys. Yeah, Venus toys, <laughs> yeah. which is I like the fusion dance toys. Dragon Ball Z of uh of the evolved forms. Yeah, that was my original uh fusion dance uh first love, Venus toys. <laughs> Mine was Gogeta. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was uh Bulma Chichi. <laughs> Yo, hell yeah! Fusion. Mine was Ghostois. <laughs> That's Goku with uh. <laughs> I'll just say he's got he's got uh, some cannons. Does he also have <laughs> huge knockers like the the Pikachu, the US Pikachu? Mine is Mew three, Mew and Mewtwo <laughs> fusion. Um, something that I thought was cool with Ghastly and all of the Pokemon for the most part. Well, maybe not as much Gengar, but they're all based off of folklore. They are all based. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are not cringe. They are all based. Uh, this is usually Steven's department. Oh, I have you... some, some stuff here. I know you do. Is it about yeah. the Sogan B? Sogan B? Yeah, I, I read a little bit about this too. Um, yeah. So I have it written as the Onibi. Is that? Yes. The decapitated an... uh-huh. head of a monk. Yep. Yes. Whose head wow. is doomed to wander the earth consumed by fire. Um, so yeah, apparently this is just like another one of those yokai um, and it it's supposed to be like a monk's head floating around. Um, sometimes they're also depicted as like blue flames. So if you ever think about like, uh, it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of like Fatal Frame. Like yeah. when you take pictures of the ghosts and stuff, they turn into like blue flames and then kind of like disappear. Um, but then this is actually kind of cool because there's other things that are based on this same idea. So like will of the wisp is, uh, so like there's even a Pokemon move will o wisp, um, is this ghostly aura that was supposed to appear above swamps and was meant to like lure you in and kill you. And that mm-hmm. is also apparently all of these things are related to jack-o'-lanterns. Um, Ooh. Like Will of the Wisp is apparently synonymous with Jack O' Lantern. Like they will call them the same thing. And when they translate Jack O' Lantern or Will of the Wisp into Japanese, they will translate it as Onibi. So they are very much all like kind of linked. But there was also something interesting too that I I like personally, which is this like Malaysian um, ghost, which is their version of like a vampire. It's called a penangalon um the but it has like other names in other countries but it is apparently just the floating head and organs of a person and it's their version of a vampire and what that head will do is like kill you and take your body with its head on it that's insane that's so sick so like if you look up these these you know vampire ghosts they're literally just like floating heads with organs going like that is creepy yeah basically dr manhattan in watchmen yes (laughs) (laughs) a little bit Um, so scary so the the original one you're talking about the monk's head there's a Mm -hmm. specific one that i loved because like most religion folklore and everything when you boil it down is like 
a story to tell the people. It's just like, oh yeah, don't go under the sink where all the chemicals are or the monster will get you. But like, there was a monk. They called him so Sogin was his name. Um, and he would work at the church, whatever the church was called there. And he would take the offerings for himself and the holy oils and he would sell them off because oil was super expensive and would keep all of the um, profits. So in the afterlife, he went to hell and he was sent back to be basically with holy oils wrapped around his head, floating around constantly on fire. <laughs> and Jesus. it basically was for people to be like, hey, don't steal. <laughs> Dude, he sounds yeah. pretty cool. Because oil apparently was a huge thing and people would always be taking oil. You'd need it to like light lamps and things like that. So people would be like, yo, you got extra oil? And they'd steal it from these lamps. So they'd be like, you know, we have oil, but you can take it unless you want to be on fire as a head forever. <laughs> damn dude can you imagine a world where people would do terrible terrible things unthinkable things for oil damn yeah right (laughs) (laughs) imagine that not in my america so gasly is basically a drone strike (laughs) (laughs) oh no Um, another thing, uh, referencing Ghastly being related to the will of the wisp is, uh, Stephen had said that it, uh, it's a light that lures people into bogs and marshes, but, um, Pokedex entries for Ghastly say that if you are outside of a creepy house and you see one of its lanterns flicker, that's a Ghastly, uh, trying to draw you in, so... Yeah, and Um, then something else, too, is that they will group together, which is something that those Anubi would do. They would, like, apparently come in groups. Yeah, and they... (laughs) Apparently, Ghastly likes to gather in caves or in houses because a a stiff breeze will blow it into nothingness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're Um, like a balloon. They'll float away. I really like the uh, the Pokedex things that are said about Ghastly in the anime, where one of them in like the Maiden's Rock episode is that uh, they are usually invisible, <laughs> which is just kind of funny. Um, and in the episode where Ash goes to Lavender Town to try and get a, uh, um, uh, a ghost Pokemon so that he can fight Sabrina... Uh, as he's like experiencing all the the paranormal stuff that they're they're causing, he uses uh, the Pokédex, and it just says, "Ghost Pokémon are in a vapor form. Their true nature is shrouded in mystery." It's like, <laughs> cool, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Dexter, you fucking asshole. That doesn't help me at all. Uh, something the Pokédex is hilarious for all these because they get so fucking grim, and it brings back the game mechanic or not even a game mechanic, but just the lore of what you're playing where you're going around the world and you're the one writing these facts when you find the Pokemon, right? Yeah. yeah like it's, it's kind of vague on that. Like in the anime, it's definitely a thing where I guess it's like a, an ARG kind of thing where like you have to point it at a Pokemon and then you get the information that I guess professor Oak like gathered because Ash isn't writing that shit down. He's being told that shit because Ash yeah. is dumb as hell. Because in the beginning, it's just like <laughs> Professor Oaks is like, I've studied Pokemon my whole life. I caught three. Here's the book. <laughs> it's empty. I don't even have shit for the ones that are here. But um, I, I just think of like your character in Soul Silver, where you're like, whoa, I saw a gasly. So let's write down what I saw. Its thin body is made of gas. Legit. 
despite lacking substance, it can envelop an opponent of any size and cause suffocation. <laughs> Damn. Little boy. <laughs> what have you seen? <laughs> Gasly just hopped on someone's head and just choked them out. He was just Damn. watching an episode of uh, Legend of Korra, and it, it stuck with him. Oh, <laughs> God. Oof. I love that show. Sorry. It's really good. It is very good. It's just that's the most awful thing that happened to somebody yeah. in the Avatar uh, universe. Yep. Yeah. Which is literally having the air air bended out of your lungs mm-hmm. until you suffocate and die. Yep. I remember I... I was like, damn. I didn't realize that it like wasn't on Nickelodeon at that point. I was like, they showed that shit on Nickelodeon? <laughs> yeah. I think... Avatar, The Last Airbender, and Legend of Korra are two of the best shows ever. So it's actually won a Peabody Award for, get this, uh, depicting, uh, like accurately depicting children uh, in war. Oh, (laughs) damn. Holy shit. Yeah, like the effects of war on children. Wow. Um, And uh, yeah, it really does do that. Yeah, there's a Wisecrack episode on YouTube all about... uh, the effects, uh, the psychological effects of um, war on children and how that is portrayed if you are interested in seeing awful, awful shit. So speaking of awful, awful shits. Hunter. Um, <laughs> Hunter. Well, I got a couple more things for Ghastly. Um, I mentioned it earlier, but apparently he smells sweet. And uh, that reminds me of, I think in the stand when they're uh all of the united states is being or the entire world is being killed off and like there are corpses everywhere apparently stephen king found out that uh decaying corpses at a certain point kind of smell vaguely of cinnamon so apparently ghastly does have Hmm. a uh a corpsey smell so can i say and maybe this is a weird story but one time i went to a barbecue and I thought I smelled like cheese, but it smelled kind of off. And then I realized that it was actually like a decaying animal nearby. So <laughs> I guess it does kind of smell Swedish, like sweet. Not Swedish. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> sweet like. Take that Swedish sweets. fish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like the, the, the smell of death or whatever is usually described as like sickly sweet. I don't remember that particular part well, of the stand but when, that is like my favorite book when you get it is an excellent book it's I um it so much really rings true nowadays yeah <laughs> yeah when... yeah a friend friend of the show jenna was actually reading it for the first time right when covid started and i was oh, like that no. shit's gotta hit so much different right now when there's a yeah. super flu that's wiping out 99.9 percent of the population on earth the first time when I... I read it in high oh, school yeah the first time i read it i was on a cruise ship and I was a little bit germophobic then. And after I read it, I was like, oh, my God, I'm in an incubator of germs right now. I need to get off of this boat I now. Mean, you're recording with a germ right now. <laughs> oh. That's very true. Trying to not get tube neck, guys. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> um, what was the other things? Oh, apparently Ghastly is very good if you want to uh, fight in the little cup, if you uh, remember what the little cup is. It's uh, a cup specifically for uh, under-evolved or uh, unevolved Pokemon. Uh, one of the strongest uh, unevolved Pokemon. Uh, very fast, very uh, good special attack. 
Ghastly. Uh, the last, yeah, the last thing I want to say about Ghastly is uh, we've mentioned this before, but in Pokemon Adventures, the manga, there's a chapter called "That Awful Arbok," where um, Red is in the Pokemon Tower and Koga's Ghastly is possessing all the corpses. Yes, based. So how Red defeats him is by sending out Bulbasaur and then using the bulb on Bulbasaur's back to create like an air current to suck Ghastly in and then blast him away with Solar Beam. Um, yeah, I this was in my notes as well. We have to repeat it every time. Yeah. This is the craziest retelling of the game where when you see ghosts, it's the ghost Pokemon, but... Ghastly's reanimating the corpses of Pokemon, and Bulbasaur not only sucks and spits Ghastly to death, but uh, when Ghastly is inside of a dead Psyduck, he squeezes the eyeballs from the Psyduck's corpse. Oh, hell yeah. I think I've seen that panel. And then he squeezes them down, and he just becomes like skin and bones, and like no one gives a shit. Um, But yeah... (laughs) So Haunter yeah. was originally supposed to be named Spectre. Japanese name is Ghost. Sick. I, am I pronouncing I, that right? <laughs> so I liked this because so the uh, like Bulbapedia will occasionally tell you where these names come from and will be like, oh, Ghastly, it's gas and Ghastly, which is like, you know, mm-hmm. scary. This one said it's literally a ghost. <laughs> yeah, I, I read somewhere that it was like Haunt and Hunter put together. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But for Ghost, it, apparently Ghost is literally Ghost. Yeah. yeah. Who knew? Yeah, I think yeah. I it looks like um I think it's in Katakana, uh the the Pokemon name, so it's like I guess not like strictly Japanese. So when yeah. we hear like, oh, their name is Ghost and then Ghost, like that sounds kinda lame. But given that it has additional characters, like it, it follows a trend where it's like, oh, like ghosts, like uh, gosu, and then gosotu. Like, I feel like it kind of it follows a trend in Japanese that I think it get kind of goes over the head of, you know, the English language. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's a, a play on words to make it sound like an English word. But yeah, it would um... be yeah, it's like the Japanese saying of uh, like what we would hear in uh, English as ghost, but to them, it's just like a nonsense word. Yeah. yeah. Which is uh, how they name so many Pokemon. Mm-hmm. French I just like, is... like Haunter is like oh. one who haunts. I think of like. <laughs> <laughs> um, French is Spectrum and German is Alpolo, which I didn't really understand that one, but maybe Isn't it's Isn't Spectrum thing. that thing that they shove up the giants at the gyno? No. no, it's the speculum. 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 Sorry, yeah. different ghost Pokemon. <laughs> I'm like the the Spectrum was a stadium in Philadelphia for a while. I think I I watched them demolish that thing. <laughs> but I like this one too because like it is an English word, obviously. But to French, it's like oh, it's Spectre and like ooh, the Spectrum. Like I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of it works. The the beta English name was also Spectre. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking up the uh, the Spectrum Arena, which was a famous. That's where like the Philadelphia Flyers won like the uh, the Stanley Cup when they you know that was their home when they were like the best team in the world. Hell yeah! Um, 
but I just looked it up and I didn't realize this, but it closed on October 31st, 2009. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Man, it all comes so back scary. to Pokemon. Hell yeah. yeah. It's it cool that they, they considered Pokemon in this specific episode when they did that. It's true. It all led up to this episode. And they know how many cups did uh, have the Flyers one? Uh, just the two. Just the two? <laughs> just those two back oh. to back. I was going to say, I was hoping you were going to say three or four because Gasly originally had four fingers until he had three in the anime and then they switched it to three. Oh, damn. So, oh, you mean Haunter? Haunter, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I understand. I was like, Gasly didn't have, I was like, yeah, he doesn't have anything. He used to have four, now he has zero. <laughs> I've heard that's for a reason, actually, and I could be pulling this out of thin air, but um, from what I've heard, they try to avoid four fingers because Yakuza members have to cut off a finger to join, and oh. so it's like a sign of, like, you know, Damn. I don't know. It's It'd be like having a Pokemon with a gang sign. Um, Hell yeah. Like a you know, Hunter Hunter strikes me as a blood. Yeah, I was gonna say. Can he do the fl- blood symbol with the? Not uh, with those fingers. You need all all of them. Sarah, you should do that for uh, Perpco. Hunter <laughs> throwing up a, the blood sign. Uh, I just want to rectify what I said before about Gasly and fingers. Gasly, famously no hands, can learn ice punch. <laughs> so. Parts are invisible, man. He's got big old fists, and he's ready to ice fist you. Yeah, the you elemental know, punches are definitely learned by a lot of things that probably shouldn't punch. Right. I um I thought it was kind of weird that Haunter. I, I don't know. Like I, Haunter is a, is made of a gaseous body, and I don't think of like gas when I think of Haunter. Like he, he goes through walls. Yeah, he, he has a very solid figure to him. So does Gengar, but they're gassy boys, and I'm like, oh. They are? Okay. I mean, Haunter just uh, keeps, uh, yeah, he's he's like uh, when you, you, you do a Dutch oven, he's contained. <laughs> <laughs> he's been compressed a little. Yeah. I like that in the in the episode with um, Ghastly, Haunter, and Gengar, it, in the in like the, the the Tower of Terror, I think it's called. Um, Haunter is able to just rip the spirits of Ash and Pikachu out of their bodies when they're unconscious. Yeah, like Ash tries to catch Ghastly with his hands, I think, by diving into the floor that Ghastly is receding into, and like gets knocked, at, like falls down, and then shakes a chandelier that falls on him and Pikachu presumably maybe killing them and then haunter goes up to them with his two hands and like rips their souls from their bodies yeah well as you know there's a theory that uh pokemon is the uh dying thoughts of a child in a bed and ash is actually dying um yeah apparently he can throw his uh, his hands (laughs) he can throw hands pretty far (laughs) uh away from his uh you know main head his body and uh, what else did I have him uh, do? Oh, and then, of course, uh, when he's not touching you with his hands, he's licking you. And if he licks you, uh, you will become weak and start to convulse and then die. So see, this is something that, like, when I watched the show, confused me for a long time because, like, Haunter licks Misty. And yeah. then, like, Misty's like, oh, I'm paralyzed. And I'm like, does licking people, like, 
paralyze them? Like, I mean, does it, out. if you does do it move, right, does the move do it lick, right, it can. Does the move lick cause paralysis? Like, I think it does. I it think does. it has a chance to cause uh, but, yeah. paralysis. So apparently, though, this now researching it, I was like, this makes so much sense because there's a Philippine spirit that apparently will lick you and make you sick and take your life energy. The Dilla. It's called the the Dilla. Hmm. Yeah. But I it like never made sense to me until I read exactly that. I don't know how anybody else would understand. The Dilla is sure. creepy as hell because I like it, it was actually hard to find a lot of like yeah, in-depth information on it. But like the whole thing is that like if you're sleeping on the ground, it's supposed to be like, you know, older structures and stuff they'd have like the the boards or i think it was like bamboo between like the floors and the tongue would come up from the floorboards and lick you to death if you were sleeping on the ground whoa nasty yeah so don't sleep on the ground it reminds me of uh there was this like thing on instagram on halloween where someone was just like hey if you leave your foot off the bed a monster will eat it good night and it's like this like girl in bed and she's like huh and she like rolls the covers out and like hangs her ass over the side of the bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Haunter eats I ass. do like that Haunter uh, in the in the intro of the anime. Um, uh, Haunter is seen licking uh, Charmander and like paralyzing him, which is also from that uh, Tower of Terror episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, all but of this they- licking is. Uh, kind of a reference to apparently just a lot of yokai, Japanese uh, spirits and ghosts that a lot of Pokemon draw inspiration from. They're always depicted with uh, tongues hanging out and, you know, licking. And so that's probably where the Yeah, lick... I, was, I was actually just recently replaying um, Super Mario 2 and the Lost Coins because I got a Game Boy again. And the... Halloween uh, area, the like pumpkin or whatever, they have these like little things that with tongues that come down, and if you touch them, you get hurt. But yeah, I mean, like canonically, then Vic, uh, Misty and and Charmander should have died. Oh, they might still. <laughs> they're they're still all ten years old. Not yeah, even it, a year has passed. It's okay because when Ash was a ghost and saw Misty, he thought it would be a good idea to pick her up like several stories into the air and then drop her and be like, "Catch her, Brock!" <laughs> like he was like, "Oh, I'm having a fun goof with my friends," and it like almost killed them. Ash yeah. sucks. Yeah, for real. Ash, but like, yeah. that's I do why like... he's so good. I do Ash. like that when he when he's dead and flying around with the ghost Pokemon, he says, I don't want to be a ghost yet, which implies that he does want to be a ghost someday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, don't we all? Yeah, that's true. Fair. That's ghost pretty cool. nice. I think when Ash lost a lot of his attitude, which I feel like was, you know, after a certain point in the anime, um, when I guess Funimation stopped doing it. Um, he lost a lot of personality. Like he, he's just not as fun anymore. Yeah, I wonder if they just tried to kind of. I guess they probably don't really do this in anime too much, but just make him like an insert of the viewer. Yeah. By taking away the personality, but uh, I mean, speaking of the anime, um, you guys are always talking about like sexism in Pokemon. 
Um, it really bugs me that Misty, who was like such a great character, was just written off of the show because they were like, yeah, we need a new fun female character for like the mm. our mm. demographic to like have a crush on. Which like, fuck that. Yeah, she's like old news. All right, on to the next broad, right? I yeah, feel like if... If they replaced Misty with May, they should have replaced Ash with the the trainer from the third with, generation. Yeah, Bren- exactly. Brendan? Yeah, I like yeah. May. Give me Brendan. Yeah, give me. Brendan. Yeah, I'm not, and no disrespect to any of the other like companion uh, characters or anything, but it's just like that's such a fucked up thing. Oh uh, yeah, but fuck Todd. I don't know why I'm saying that, but I feel <laughs> oh, Todd, like Todd fucking sucks. I hate Todd so much. Yeah, Todd Pokemon was just Snap, shitty. Great bro. game. Yo, fuck Todd. Didn't he have a Meryl? Yeah, he had a Meryl. Meryl, a Venonatus, and an elderly Scyther. (laughs) Fucking Todd. (laughs) Fuck Todd, dude. Fuck Todd. You are close (laughs) at being a good fucking character, douche. (laughs) But not really. Yeah, meanwhile, Brock was getting pegged. (laughs) Oh, for sure. He was like, I'm in love. And he's like, no, not that much. Um... Yeah, but Brock was like 12, so he could handle it. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. God. Uh, parody, parody, parody. <laughs> parody, parody, parody. But I also want to bring up one of the last lines in the episode Maiden's Rock, which is a little little sus from Brock. Um, it, it's pretty cool at the end of that episode. I completely forgot this, but there actually is a ghost of the Maiden that haunts the statue. And Ghastly's whole thing in it was just to keep the legends alive by every night at the, like, the summer's end festival by appearing as her so it wasn't just like oh it was ghastly being mischievous or anything like it was it was really a thing but brock is looking longingly at the statue of the maiden and he says huh if only you were two thousand years younger <laughs> it's got a little bit of libertarian energy on it oh my like. god <laughs> how many years was it Two thousand years younger. Yeah, but like, when? How long ago was the legend? What age? Oh, would I that forget. But I, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think around the same age. Like, but it's still, that's a weird thing to say. They're like two thousand and six years ago. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Brock! No, that, that episode also features a uh, a nameless Pokemon war because her uh, the maiden's lover went off to war and never returned, and that's why she was there. Yeah, that's because he met fucking Lieutenant Search, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you guys know about Gengar? I just want to say my favorite Ultramoon uh, Haunter uh, entry. I, I need to read this. Yeah, please. It's dangerous to go outside alone on nights when you're feeling sad. Haunter will catch you and you won't be able to go back home. Yeah, Haunter, yeah. a lot of Haunter Pokedex is just like, you will fucking die when you find him. He's <laughs> yeah. going to find you, but... I wanted to, one last thing. The Electric Tale of Pikachu. I believe this is one of the mangas that was drawn <clears throat> by the hentai artists. It Hell gets yeah. crazy. Hell in yeah. Haunting My Dreams, Ash encounters a giant haunter that is called by the people in the town the Black Fog, notorious for using its Dream Eater attack to kill people and steal their souls. So Sab- Sabrina has a vendetta against this haunter. Um, because it's attacked and killed some of her Pokemon when she was 11. Um, And she fell victim to it as well in her attempt to protect the Pokemon and the people, and so she's trying to hunt it down. Um, So Ash and Sabrina team up, and they hunt down and fight the Black Fog, um, and they weaken it enough so that they can capture it. But at the last second, it uses self-destruct before Ash can catch it and kills Damn. itself. Damn. Oh, man. That's I have wild. one 
Last fun fact, tiny fun fact, Haunter is the Pokemon with the most cry changes throughout the series, having been changed in generations two, three, and six. Cry baby. Wow. That's I nice. also have one more fact. Um, and yeah. this one makes me sad because oh, Haunter no. fears the light and revels in the dark, and it may be on the verge of extinction if city cities stay so brightly lit. Oh, I'll turn oh, off the lights, no. guys. Oh, no. Yeah, come on. Reduce your light Don't pollution. you want to be haunted? You want to see the Let stars? Me, uh, you want to see more than seven yeah. stars in the sky? Yeah, trying to look at those stars. Sabrina, let Haunter kill your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how the, the, the tonal difference between the battle of Haunter versus Sabrina in the anime versus the one in the manga. Yeah. It's literally like Haunter doesn't even fight Sabrina. He just makes her laugh by also self-destructing, though. He does pull out a mm-hmm. bomb That's in true. a very Three Stooges type way and uh, blows himself up. Also, I had brothers to trade with, so I could get a Gengar, but I remember hanging on to Haunter for a long time because I just aesthetically, great. Yeah, definitely the best one. I was... I was thinking that it might be a hot take, but I think of the three, Haunter might be my favorite. No Same no disrespect here. to either others, but like Gengar is great, obviously. He was almost the mascot for Pokemon and all that, but... Um, yeah, I, something about Haunter, he's just a good-looking Pokemon. Well, I think to... Uh, Gengar's original sprite—he just looks like a little stinker. Yeah, <laughs> there's something about him that just has straight just like little shadow. stinker energy. Because he's his face—he's <laughs> just like <laughs> like he—it doesn't have the malice that it did. It's one of those where when yeah. you're playing the game, you're like, okay, and he looks like a chicken, like a spiky chicken nugget with teeth. <laughs> and uh, but when you get to like the anime, you're like, oh, now I get it. Like he yeah. looks way cooler in the intro than his sprite actually looks. Right. Yeah, we also um failed to mention that we get a, a haunter when a ghastly evolves to level twenty five. Oh yeah, yeah, twenty five, and then um, are we ready to try to trade this uh, sucker? Yeah, let's trade sure. him. So let me take off my Everstone real quick, and then. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah, Not I don't anymore. think you can do that anymore. Yeah, they <laughs> they, they took that function out of. Uh, trade evolutions truly a uh, a bad day for the trolls <laughs> exactly uh yeah there's still probably ways to troll people in trading but not that way anymore but um yeah so in gen one there are a couple of pokemon that evolve only if you trade with your friends and that's to encourage you to have friends <laughs> um, encourage you to have friends and also have money and so be a, yeah, yeah. yeah and also Buy be a more. big dork so yeah that thanks pokemon it was also <laughs> appreciate a, that a punishment for not having friends if you look yeah. at it that way <laughs> so ghastly and uh haunter are really good but gengar is what happens when you trade a haunter to your friend mm-hmm. and i did not immediately know. trade it back i did not know where gengar's name came from does anybody else figure that out no, uh, I don't think no. so. Nope. So it comes from Doppelganger. Uh, Gengar. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so since he's like your shadow and he's like your doppelganger, um, that's where his name comes from. And I was like, or oh my Clefairies. god. I, I thought it was just a funny name. Yeah. That's that's a good point, Sarah. How yeah. there's the the I guess it's just a fan theory at this point. Yeah, it is. There was the whole um just theory that Gengar is actually just the shadow of uh, Clefairy and mm-hmm. their their relevance to the Pokemon like first generation of just being like polar opposites of one another. They were both almost the mascot. 
they have similar builds. They Gengar kind of just looks like her, uh, her shadow. There's another fan theory I missed um, that a Voltorb is just a Pokeball haunted by a haunter because it oh, has the same oh, eyes. The same eyes? Yeah. yeah. But also, like, you only have so many pixels. Shit's going to look the same <laughs> after a while. Yeah. 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 Steven, that Gengar uh, name thing blew my mind. <laughs> no, it. me too. I same. literally was like, I had never known that before. Like, yeah. Because yeah, um, his, his Japanese name is Gengar, G-A-N-G-A-R, and that's even closer to Doppelganger. Yeah, um, the French name is Ectoplasma, Love and it. then the Korean name is uh, Pentium, so it's supposed to sound like Phantom. Which was the beta name, Phantom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of the original Pokemon. So Capsule Monsters uh, was the drawings and manga that started off the idea of Pokemon, one of the original drawings, which we showed on our Instagram for the Nidoran episode, was a Nidorino, early Nidorino fighting an early Gengar, um, which later became the intro to the game as a little bit of an Easter egg. And uh, that's where we first saw Gengar, one of the yeah, earliest one Pokemon. Of the, one of the first Pokemon that you're likely to see, other than maybe like the Pokemon in the box art. Yeah. Yep. Also, um, uh, Ken Sugimori's favorite Pokemon. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Because it's been a while since we had a fan favorite Pokemon. Shall we go to the voting? Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, 2020, tough year. Plague and <laughs> shit. They had a lot more all... ghosts in the world. Yeah. There were, uh, <laughs> Damn. Tons of Gengars being made. Um, so, they had, I think it was like US, Japan, maybe it was like the entire world was able to vote on Google for the top favorite pokemon so in 2020 out of kanto number two damn Damn. yeah i believe it yeah i believe it popular boy yeah he is he's a good color he's a fat sweet boy he's he's got high eyes classic design very competitive clean Uh, teeth tall dark and handsome huggable um right behind charizard and in front of bulbasaur Mm. You know, though, this is another little fun fact about Gengar. He is shorter than Haunter. Yeah, he's a short. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But I mean, I guess it, I don't know. It makes sense in the same way that anything in Pokemon makes sense. I, guess. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I just remember, I remember playing, uh, I guess it was um, Diamond and Pearl for the first time, where they had like the size thing of the Pokedex where you can yeah. actually see it next to the trainer. And I remember looking at Gengar and being like, no fucking way. How is he so tall? Yeah, he's, but uh, he's what, 4'11"? Yeah, yeah, but Haunter, Haunter's got like a foot on him. I think. I think he's five something. Damn. But also, <sighs> Gengar is eighty nine pounds compared to Haunter's point two pounds. Right. So yeah, he's, he's just, just like hyper condensed. Yeah, he's right. got some. He, he gathered mass. <laughs> he's a chilly <laughs> he little gathered guy. Mass. So that was uh. So he's number two out of Kanto and number ten overall. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a good ratio. Okay, so yeah. two in Kanto, ten overall. Twenty twenty one, they only pulled Japan. As you know, shit got crazy. Magnemite was number one for Kanto. <laughs> Shout out to that song. Yes. <laughs> so good. So where does where does Gengar top in twenty twenty one in Kanto? 
I couldn't even begin out to. Out of 50. I think, out of 50. I, out of 50? I think, I think number 13. I'm going to say 19. Uh, six. Five. Carl's the winner. 18. Wow. I mean, so, it was over, so Price is right. Bob Barker would have my head for that shit. <laughs> no, because, like, I don't know, because I'm thinking, like, okay, so Magnemite was their favorite, so they kind of like more of the cutesy Pokemon and not really as much of the creepy ones. I don't know. Well, it doesn't make fucking sense, because 19 <laughs> is Jolteon. Cool. What? Yeah, fuck Jolteon. Right? And 18 is Gengar. 17 is Vaporeon. Hell yeah, shout out to Vaporeon. Love Vaporeon. Vaporeon should be... Yeah, Vaporeon should be way higher on that list. Yeah, but weirdly, 16, Caterpie. <laughs> what? I do love Caterpie. So, I guess I, he's iconic. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, how many 150 are iconic? Okay, so now you're going to tell me, out of the top 50 of all Pokemon, so he's 18 in just Kanto, where did Gengar land in the top 50 of all of the Pokemon? He didn't make the list. Uh, number 37. 30, I was going to say 37. I'm right, going to say seven. Great brothers. And the winner is Sarah. Didn't even yeah, make I knew top it. 50. I knew it. Damn. I knew it. I thought it was going to be like a weird 180 and he was going to no. be like top 10. <laughs> it's the same amount of votes. That's how they did it. They had all the votes and then they just broke them down. So oh, crazy, okay. crazy Gengar. They don't give a shit about Gengar, but. Overall. I give a shit. Which is Gengar. wild because Gengar is so popular here. Yeah, Gengar's huge in the US. Yeah. But I mean, I know Jack Specific made a bunch, a whole bunch of Gengar figures. There's so many different Tomy Gengar figures, the see-through ones, the different paints. And now, currently, Jazzwares has a uh Gengar that they re-release because it's so popular. The one where you push down his tongue pops out awesome figure so like yeah. they're supplying it and they always sell but i guess japan not so much hmm. do you know who gengar reminds me of who who me santa uh santa? because apparently oh, no. you can hear tales told oh, oh, oh. all over the world about how gengar will pay visits to children who are naughty oh, <laughs> oh so he's kind of like krampus yeah i exactly. guess so so I um I have a theory because when I was researching Gengar, I learned that its presence cools the temperature of the surrounding area by uh, ten degrees Fahrenheit because it it absorbs a bunch of warmth wherever is wherever it is. So I'm always fucking cold, like all the time, even in the summer. So I think I am haunted by Gengar. It's possible he might be lurking in your shadow at all yeah. times. I but mean, like, that's good air conditioning too. No, True. I'm always cold. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> He needs to go away. <laughs> you need to be close to a magneton because they heat the air. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, apparently, uh, Gengar wants a travel companion, so maybe he uh, he just likes yeah. hanging out with you. Apparently, they'll kill it, you if they're lonely and they want to run around with you. Well, he must think I'm pretty funny because uh, he. I, I also hear that Gengar likes to uh, play jokes on people and cast curse on people. And um, they behave erratically. So my life is uh, pretty much a joke half the and time. They, they do <laughs> yeah, specify. That would a lot. 
They do specify that even your home isn't safe, which is yeah. something like that. Yeah. Horrific. He didn't go by by cowardly fucking Dracula rules. He, he yeah. just fucking let himself in. What's the? Isn't there a Pokedex entry that's just like if you see your shadow moving and you're alone, a Gengar's coming for you? Just give up. <laughs> just give up. I'm sorry, Dave. We live with a Gengar. My bad. Yeah. I I love in uh the the Ghastly episode with the Maiden's Rock. Um, Misty tries to stop. Ghastly with like garlic and a, a cross and like, <laughs> a steak and he's like I'm not a vampire <laughs> I love too that that means in the Pokemon world there's Christ a Jesus <laughs> yeah Christ exists in the Pokemon universe imagine oh. if there's like it's just like the whole thing there's talks and it's like Professor Oak and like I don't know what the professor would be What what's Art. like a good Christian would <laughs> Uh, sandalwood (laughs) Uh, Arceus sent his son to die for our sins (laughs) have you guys seen the uh, the Gengar pillow in Japan the -hmm. one you can put your head in yeah you just put your head in to like so I got scammed on Instagram I tried to buy that for like it was literally $15 (gasps) and I was like oh this is probably fake but let me try it out Um, and yeah I never got it I got scammed I got scammed much more for something like that. <laughs> uh, the, the the giant Snorlax um, beanbag oh, the, thing. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. It was around Christmas time, and I was just going buck wild trying to get some Christmas presents. And I was like, "Oh, there's that." And I think it was I think it was closer to like a hundred dollars. And I was like, "Oh, like I didn't check the actual link because I was that's you know that's when they target you." So mm-hmm. I uh, still I waiting actually on that have... one to come in the mail. Yeah, <laughs> I actually have. Uh, maybe he got delivered to me because I have one. Oh yeah! Too, Happy actually. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but you said you said that it didn't come with any of the stuffing, right? Yeah, I was like, that makes no. sense that it wouldn't be as expensive. Yeah. So Dave got me the best. Uh, I think it was my birthday, right? Dave, was it my birthday or Christmas? I think it was your birthday. Yeah. So I came home from work. I had a really shitty day at work, and I came home, and then uh, Dave was like, "Oh, go look in the bedroom. There's, you know, there's something in the bedroom, and there's this massive <laughs> Snorlax plush, and I." <laughs> so fucking happy but then i also see this box this huge box in the bedroom and i'm like what the hell is this shit and dave's like yeah so i had to stuff that myself (laughs) yeah you buy the shell on like wish.com or i i did ebay because there's like people who have already purchased them and kind of like confirm these are the good ones and then you can order them and you got to stuff them yourself Amazon, mm-hmm. Michaels.com, they always got deals. That's that's we'll talk about that in the Snorlax episode. Um yeah. but yeah, there's there's a really good it's like a sleeping bag too, the Gengar one. Because you like roll out yeah, his it tongue. Has a, a and really it's a long mat tongue. Yeah. That you lay on and you put your head in. Yeah. It's yeah, super I that that thing it. sold out like immediately. Yeah. It was very hard to get. Um you know in Pokemon Stadium. It says it appears to attack people who get lost in the mountains. That's a big thing they talk about in Pokedex. It's just like, don't go to the mountains because Gengar will just like fucking kill you. It's said to be the uh, culprit behind shadows uh, that lay in the moonlight. And the uncle of all tricks. (laughs) You're not safe in the mountains, but if there's a street light that attacks you, so you're not safe in the city, you're not safe in your home. Like Gengar, Gengar's just after you. Like, well, the the one way to prevent yourself, uh, as far as my research goes, reading these entries, is to sit in a uh, 
a room with no shadows <laughs> because then it can't come and uh, appear out from the shadows. But I think it can go through walls, so you're still screwed. You're still fucked. <laughs> yeah. um, another thing I'd like to talk about, Gengar. We talked <clears throat> about banned cards. Gengar has a banned Pokemon card. What? Oh, yeah. Sabrina's Gengar. This. So Sabrina's Gengar, I always thought was super weird in the US because it's like he's very small on the card and standing off center to the corner and the background is just like a blank holographic cube. So it's, it's a little off, but that's because in the background of the holographic, there is a full graveyard with a bunch of gravestones, which they're like too dark for these U S kids. So that was cut. God, that's so sick. Yeah. I remember that card too. Not the, uh, not the graveyard one. But... Yeah. It was super weird. Cause it's just, he's not centered and he's small on it. It just, you know, it makes sense though. I feel like the, 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 the iconic Gengar card as well, where he's like made of wood is also a pretty weird one. Which one? It's like the main one, I guess. I'm not really too up with the, uh, I the... feel like I remember that. He almost looks like a wooden doll kind of thing. It's just like the, uh, you know, I it's never, like the it's like the set, CG one, but I never really thought about him being made of wood. It kind of makes sense. I think I, I think I might have a holographic of that card yeah. somewhere. So that might, I think the holographic looks a little different than the other. The one, art but. kind of reminds me of a Mario RPG art too. Yeah. It's got that 3D ish, yes. but kind of fun. But I can see like the wood kind of finish on it. Um, Anything else we have on Gengar other than he's trying. Oh. Pokedex also confirms that he used to be dead human. Yeah. Oh, damn. Um, I guess my last thing to say, which might transfer us into our next facts, <laughs> is that he's the only Cantonian a non-starter Pokemon to have a Gigantamax and a Mega Evolution. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I have... Um, I have two little little snippets here in pokemon x and y gengar is the only pokemon with the ability levitate who is not eligible for sky battles and in um gengar can also be seen as a counterpart to alakazam because they're both the last stage of a three-part evolution that have to be traded um they're both capable of mega evolution they're the same exact height um they both get shorter upon mega evolution they share a base stat friendship of 70, and since Generation 6, a base stat total of 500. So, yeah, they have a lot in common. Yeah, they're kindred spirits. Right. I, <laughs> I'll always have a uh, Kadabra or a Haunter on my team just waiting to trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manga Gengar <laughs> is just like... It's like if a Gengar like was a venom yeah like sonic they're vicious (laughs) they are uh they're made out in the pokedex to be like apex predators who don't listen to their trainers and will attack anybody who is perceived to be prey and in battles just lurks in another dimension and waits for like opportune times to precisely and like deadly strike opponents. It's got a third eye. <laughs> it's got a third unblinking eye that can see all dimensions. Hell yeah. I can only see like a couple of those. Yeah. I, th- 
I, I, uh, my, I can only see a Nintendo 64 graphics. So. <laughs> <laughs> but with bad camera angles, right? Yeah. Oh, I have to use course. the C buttons all the time to move around. My, um, my D stick is actually wearing out, so I can't move as well, fast as I used Maybe you better to. stop playing with it. Yeah, right. yeah, I can only see as far as Lakitu, who is circling around me at all times, can like allow me to. My younger From... brother chewed the uh, the rubber off my D stick. I did too. Oh my god, I chewed mine off. Oh no, I didn't. I that's was good. A that's dick good joke. stuff to chew. Oh, I I would actually chew my controllers, especially yeah, the GameCube on the ones. <laughs> I tried um, to bite through the wire of a SNES controller once. Yeah. Did it work? No, um... it just tasted weird. <laughs> You were ahead of your time. He was calling Yo, for the wave. I have an SNES controller right here. Let me try it. Yeah. Uh, what Steven ended up doing was stripping the uh, outside protective layer. So we had to uh, tape that up. But the yeah, inside, you got to get some electrical tape. Yeah, the inside wires were okay. They were sound. <laughs> Steven was also <laughs> like, I think you were like three or two. Uh, not only does Mega Gengar appear in the games? This was news to me that you can Mega Evolve and Mega Gengar is in Pokémon Tournament. Yeah. Yeah. I've Damn, never, really? I've never played uh, Pokémon. So, well, apparently... That is one Nintendo the... game that I did not buy and then never played. <laughs> I just never played it. Apparently, the Pokémon Tournament model does not have feet, but the uh, original one has little feet that you can see if you uh, call it back or send it out. And I have to Hang say on a second, Steven, I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to cross reference that uh, wiki feet on wiki feet. <laughs> yeah, please do. Um, this is the type of research that we need done on this podcast. Um, I know. And I want to say too, the shiny for the mega is so cool. Yes. Oh, like yeah. White with the gold, like metal on his head. It's so cool. Yeah, that white color uh, for the Mega is very spooky. And then, yeah, his face just looks like he is uh, insane. Um, you know what else is pretty insane? What's that? Gigantamax Gengar. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Pokedex entry uh, ready to read. Yeah, this is the best. This is the best way to end out facts. Just like it becomes like a haunted house. Yo, hell yeah. Shout out to the Hell House from Final Fantasy 7. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, speaking of Final Fantasy 7, this is a good shout out to our good friends, Alex, Curtis, and Carl, who do the Every F and FF podcast. You can reach it there. They're currently doing Final Fantasy 2 here which means four everywhere else. Um, check them Dave. out everywhere that you can get a podcast. I was, I was hoping you were just going to say our friends, Alex and Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> and our enemy, Carl. <laughs> Dave, you mentioned every F and FF, every F and DD. <laughs> I have to apologize to Carl because whenever I say every F and FF, I actually just shorten it to every F and F. Oh, no. that's fine. I, I hear it every time you guys say it, and I never care. <laughs> you know, I just realized that we are the double Ds. You're the oh, double yeah. Ds. We're the the triple Fs, I guess. Yeah. Carl, by the way, I also want to apologize. I mean uh, frick every time I say F in that, too, because I'm first. <laughs> um, so, uh, Gigantamax Gengar is uh, 65 feet seven inches tall 
Dang. And uh, the shield Pokedex entry says, it lays traps hoping to steal the lives of those it catches. If you stand in front of its mouth, you'll hear your loved one's voices calling out to you. <laughs> Damn. His mouth leads directly into the afterlife, um, which is scary because he's basically a big mouth. And um, I, I love this uh model as well. I think everything that is ghastly through Gengar and all of the Gengar forms are top tier Pokemon. Yeah, they're solid, solid Pokemon. His solid mouth, Mon. His mouth may be hell, but mine is heaven. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna, I'm trying to ask Mega Gengar or Gigantamax Gengar what that mouth do. <laughs> oh, he was also created by James Turner, who is the first Western Pokemon designer. Wow, really? Yeah. Is that a cool way to say cowboy? you know what's so funny all of this talk about gengar i just got a a favorite on my etsy shop for my gengar sticker (laughs) yeah yeah. yeah. heck yes um shout outs to sarah's uh etsy shop well yeah if you if you want any pokemon stuff visit me at the perp co and if you're shopping for pokemon cards you should know how many gengars and ghastlies and haunters exist right yeah are we ready to play a game? game I've never been more fucking ready in my entire goddamn life. Uh, If this is anything like Mario Party, Carl will sweep us. Yeah, Carl's going to (laughs) win. Well, I can play as Daisy in this one. Oh, did you guys play the new one? Yes, we did. How was it? It's so fun, Steven. You have to get it. it. Join us. Oh, my gosh. I want to play uh, it very badly, and I would love it if uh, me and Steven could be on a team. Is there teams in that? There could be. Okay. I think so. But we're Maybe. we're always playing. Um, yes, it's very very fun. But let's first we got to play this game. And Carl, you can play as Daisy. You just have to do Daisy's voice the whole time. Uh, <laughs> I do have Daisy's dress right over here. I can go and slip it on. All right, <laughs> non-video uh, format. All right, we're, we're gonna uh, edit out the the time <laughs> gap where you're putting it on. Okay. All right, well, we're Carl, back. Uh, <laughs> and I'm back, and I feel better than ever. We edited Carl, out me uh, getting frisky with myself too. Yes. Ooh. Carl, since you're such a god gamer, I was going to say you should go last because um, everyone else will give you an idea of what the ballpark is. But since you're so good, I'm going to let you go first. So Sounds let's see uh, how many ghastly cards do you think there are in the TCG? I'm going to go 19. Okay. I'm going to go 24. All right. 23. Okay. Mm, 18. Well, Dave, congratulations. You finally won. There are 23 Ghastlies, and they debuted in the base set. It's okay. Carl's still going to get the happening star. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get the bullshit uh, you win anyway star. Yes, the participation award. All right, Haunter. (laughs) Carl, take it away. So now you know there's 23 Ghastly cards. How many Haunter cards are there? I'll say 25. Okay. Uh, 21. Okay. 23. Okay. 22. Dave takes it again. He's redeeming himself. 23 Ghastly, 23 Haunter. Also in the base set. A bold strategy, Dave. Guessing the same number twice. And he's 
And he's going last every time, too, so I, that's really impressive. Shit. I do want to say my strat for this was uh, my favorite cursed number from the Stephen King universe, including Ooh. the stand, which we talked about earlier, is 19. I have a tattoo of 19. That's why I went with 19 for Ghastly. And I was like, the next one I'm going to do is 23 for Haunter. And then when Dave said 23 for Ghastly, I was like, well, I can't do that. Because <laughs> just um, he's psyching me out. So uh, a fun fact for everybody, remember that um, there was not a Gengar in the original set that Haunter was in. There was not, so take that into account when you uh, guess your next number. But also, does this include Mega and... It does, and it includes the Megas and the Gigantamax. Has there been a Gigantamax card yet? One of them, what? apparently, Shit, according to... to uh, yeah. All right. Okay, okay. I'm going to say 26. Okay. I'm going to say 23. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 25. Uh, no, come on. Steven goes first. Oh, Steven, go. I'll say, I was going to say 24 anyway. Okay, 24 and 25. Um, I, uh, Carl, you said 26? I did. You are the closest because there are 29 Gengar yeah. cards. What? Um, 29. I actually get three stars for that, so I do win. Yeah. Yeah, you have the <laughs> <one> star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got yep. the most Bowser uh, spots landed in star. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, this surprised me because he debuted in the fossil. But I mean, Gengar, like we said, is so popular in the United States that he just kind of takes the cake on all of them. So there's two Megas and one Gigantamax, according to Bulbapedia. Damn, just straight, straight old Gengars, straight on Gengars. Mm -hmm. Well. I believe that about wraps up the podcast. Carl, thank you, thank so, you so much. much. Where can thank you guys the guests so much find for you? Me. Uh, you can find me probably at uh, Best Places, um, Every F and FF. That is my podcast that uh, we've so far had the pleasure of having Dave on a couple of times and Dave and Peter on an episode this season. Uh, we're currently going through Final Fantasy IV. Um, and basically it's a book style, uh, a book club style podcast where we're slowly making our way through every final fantasy game um we're coming up at the end of this season so we're gonna be starting a new game very soon we also try and just uh present the podcast in a way that doesn't require necessarily playing the game because we know people are busy we've even like invited guests on to be like yeah you don't actually have to play like if you know anything about the game it's fine whatever um so yeah that's that's probably what i do mostly uh i also stream on twitch twitch.tv slash carl germ uh, I spell my name with a K. Um, and this weekend, if you're listening to this episode when it was um, released, I think this is being released this week, right, guys? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so if you're listening to this uh, on Thursday, I'm going to be doing a little bit of hosting during the Speed Souls Charity Marathon. And I'll nice. be doing that uh, throughout the event that runs from Thursday night uh, all the way until Sunday. And on Sunday morning, early eastern standard time or i guess it might be eastern daylight time at that point um i'm gonna be doing a run of demon souls any percent of the original game to kick off an all souls game relay race hells yeah of in chronological order so it's gonna be super fun it's for a great cause so you can find that at twitch.tv slash speed souls but yeah that's about it for me and i guess on twitter and instagram and shit i'm carl germ everywhere you can find me yeah highly recommend if you guys liked to twitch He's a good twitcher. Yeah. 
You can uh, lurk in there, and you can just feel like you're hanging out with your friends. Do like I do. Lurk it and jerk it. Yeah. (laughs) That has been another extra spicy, extra long episode of Daycare Dittos. And like we say at the end of every episode, Carl. (laughs) Piss. Yeah. Piss. (laughs) Piss, everyone. Goodbye. Three, two, one. Piss. Piss. Piss.